What is going on? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, here with my co-host. KG in the house. And uh, it's a beautiful day. I mean, it's uh, sunny, but at least there's some cloud cover, and we're in the car filming this. So, no AC today to get that audio quality up, and we got some exciting news. I am... Um, was it going to be the microphone? Ah, two exciting news is for the, the folks today. <laughs> Kyle's we're like, wait, keep going. I'm like, you just threw me gonna, off. We're going to keep like, it real here. Yeah. So the good news is we actually bought a mic. We bought a Rode recording mic. Uh, it seems to be rated quite well. Costs us about uh, two and a half bills. 250 bucks. A little bit of investment. Invest but in the podcast. You know what? That's what it's all about. We want to continue to improve this. And we said, hey, we're going to put our money where our mouth is and really invest in this podcast and make it as you know awesome as it can be. And we're going to try and eventually actually scale up to three episodes here, do more collabs. So we have some big sites for this, uh, this podcast. So for all of you who have been listening, uh, just get excited for more content. People are always saying, I can't wait for the next episode. I finished all yeah. 90 of them or whatever now. And I just want more and more and more. And we love that. Like that mm-hmm. means so much. So the goal is absolutely to go up to three episodes. And one of the reasons we invested more into the podcast is we woke up today with, you know, over 20 Instagram messages Jeez. and everyone's like, we had mentioned, I guess in one of our previous episodes, I don't even remember saying it, but just, Hey, shoot us a DM on Instagram. If you actually like it, because it af- offers a lot of value for us and make sure that we, you know, kind of know that you're all listening and enjoying it. So I'm going to give three shout outs today and maybe we'll make this a Monday ritual for the time being. And Kyle's fired up. I am fired up because of these and also because I'm drinking a cup of coffee. But I'm always fired up, especially on these Monday podcasts. Um, So Jess Gibson 91 uh, said, just wanted to send a quick message. Thanks for uh, the great podcast on Spotify. I do a lot of traveling, so really enjoy downloading your stories to listen and be inspired. So thank you so much, Jess. We appreciate you listening and spending time with us on the podcast. Uh, this one was really cool. Shay underscore fit underscore on Instagram. I'm a new fan of your podcast. I stumbled upon it Monday when I decided that I wanted to start listening to podcasts of my commute to and from work. As a personal trainer for my, uh, myself, I appreciate your knowledge and love helping others. I've shared three tips about logging macros to my professional fitness page. That's pretty freaking awesome. We love the shares. The shares mean so much. Yeah, we greatly appreciate that. And last but not least, Sam Dunbar 18. Just found your podcast on Spotify, binge listening, such great content, and can't wait to check out your YouTube channel. Um, Thanks so much. Uh, You know, wanted to show some fan appreciation out here. Moral of the story, thank you so much. We appreciate all of you. You know, keep sending those messages. That's it. First question out of the mailbag is, can you build muscle on a calorie deficit if your protein intake is still high or at least hold on to it? So for those of you that don't know, protein is a very important nutrient um, because it does a lot of things well. So it helps, uh, as Kyle always likes to say, by satiating you. 100%. So it has the highest um, kind of food satiety level, so it will keep you the most full. And usually that's why it's going to do you a lot of good, uh, especially when you're deep in a diet, by keeping that protein as high as possible because you can be hungrier with less. If you try dieting, and you just eat candy and chips, um, you'll hit your calories and you'll be absolutely starving. Or if you go to McDonald's and you eat a Big Mac and you're having all that trans fat, it just absolutely does not satiate you at all. Um, whereas if you have a huge salad with a ton of vegetables and some grilled chicken, um, you can get so full on like 400 calories. So that is something to uh, keep in mind and that is one benefit to it. Past that, protein actually has an anabolic effect as it supplies your body with amino acids. 
So things like leptin, among others, uh, protein actually helps deliver that, and that is the building blocks of protein and muscle. So protein does have a very imperative role, and when you're dieting, generally people will usually try to maintain protein or increase it slowly to help with the following factors, both satiety and muscle retention. Um, there's been some studies to show that keeping protein high does help maintain and retain maintain retain that muscle <laughs> so that's uh, something to keep in mind now the question here was can you still build muscle so once again you have to think of it this way if you're in a deficit you technically can't build muscle there are exceptions and I don't want to get too into it because it does get a little wishy-washy but if you're catabolic your body can't be producing right like if I take away you know all your money and you're not earning anything you can't really earn money you know you're just gonna lose slowly but the goal is to maintain the muscularity and limit the fat and that will make you look bigger now there are beginner gains and you can get some advanced uh, from you know kind of muscle from that but for the if you're really deep into your fitness journey like myself I can't really expect to stack on muscle as I am lowering unless I'm doing it very very slowly um, but once again, this can get really wishy-washy, so I don't want to dive too much into theoretical. But if you are dieting, uh, protein is very important. So to answer your question, I wouldn't expect to stack on a ton of mass. You can improve your body composition, you can improve your lean mass, you know, you can trim the fat, so you can transition back into a gaining phase. Uh, but you can't expect to gain a ton of muscle just because you did increase your protein. It's more of a helpful tool, it's not causation for you to stack on a ton of muscle. Does that 100%, make sense? Yeah, and like the big, biggest thing for you to take away is obviously, you know, Know, maintain that protein intake throughout the phase but if you are looking to maintain as much muscle mass as possible just be in a slight calorie deficit if you're in a calorie deficit of let's say a thousand calories a day you will definitely expect a decent amount of muscle loss over time but if you're, you know you know let's say three to five hundred calorie deficit per day you'll be able to maintain a little bit more muscle mass over time and a thing to consider too is dieting is a necessary evil if you bulk a ton you're gonna put on a bunch of fat so you got to clean it up you know, getting yourself to a lean and kind of comfortable state does position you in a great place to gain and kind of stack on some new muscle. So just know, you know, it's something that needs to be done. Don't stay in a deficit for far too long. You know, get your cut done and then transition out of it and then you can focus on building strength and size. Yeah. But once again, and what I just said to Kyle too, I know these questions get super complicated and that's because it is super complicated. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, like there are so many exceptions to the rule and that's why I don't necessarily want to give a black and white um, kind of answer. But more so give you the thought process behind the question to help kind of explain it and make it more um, understandable but at the end of the day you don't need to overly complicate these things I just don't want people to be misled or assume one thing there's only one correct answer if that 100%. makes sense I love it I love it we got another question via Instagram our Instagrams at Colossus Fit. If you're not following, send us any questions there. Just killed arms in an at-home arm at an in an at-home workout. I know I shouldn't eat later at night, but what are some foods that will help recover from the workout that is light enough that I'm not eating a meal late at night? Why should you not eat late at night, Kyle? That's pretty much what my answer is going to be. Is I don't know. I mean, I'd eat it late at night if I'm feeling hungry after a gnarly workout. I mean, the main reason I'd say is because you're just going to have a hard time getting a solid sleep. But for actual like gains and like you know fat storage and whatever everyone wants to obsess over, I don't think it's a big deal. Um, so I. You know, obviously the only reason I'd pick something light is just so that way I can actually sleep. It depends on what time this is. If I'm trying to sleep at 11 and I'm crushing a workout at 8, like I'd have to have a bit more details because I think maybe this individual might think that eating later at night might store more fat. 
Yeah, a lot or of people think the carbs after dinner is, is going to go to your hips. Yeah, it's a Once big again, myth. don't worry about it. Carb timing is such a micro factor. And obviously, you know, there is definitely an optimal time to consume carbs, but it isn't optimal to the point where I would worry about it or where it, where it has any significance. So, you know, it's just much better to eat food when it's best for you. Uh, if you're maintaining your actual calorie goals, that is far more important than nutrient timing. So if really the only time you can absolutely eat and you're starving at night is then, then maybe you have to do that. Another great option I'd recommend is perhaps an hour and a half, two hours before, eat a big meal. Mm -hmm. You know, fill yourself up to where you think you'd be comfortable for the rest of the night and then end it there. And then maybe after the workout, you could have a protein bar or something to deliver some degree of satiety. But you know, carbs after dinner isn't going to go straight to your hips nope. or be any different. That's a bunch of nonsense. Obviously, after exercise, your body can. Um, metabolize the carbs a lot better but once again this is insignificant in any big physique context so I wouldn't put too much thought into it uh, the main reason I avoid eating at night is because I find that's when I have the least self-control and most people do as well you know that's when you're sitting down you're bored you're watching TV you're like you know just going yeah. and scanning the internet and that's when you're gonna go Ooh, I'd love to kill a bag of chips right now you know and then that's why I try and avoid it personally I usually try to finish eating by 6 p.m. myself and I just find that's where I'm the most comfortable I can eat more food earlier in the day that's when I really tend to enjoy it and then past that like Kyle said obviously the main uh, deterrence from eating super super late is that you know obviously digestion is a really hard thing on the body so that will affect your sleep to a degree so if you can get away with not eating right before I, I would try to do that but at the end of the day if it's really the only time you're starving you know try something like a protein bar it's gonna deliver you some good healthy fats some good carbs and some protein. some protein yeah and just it's trial and error like pick what you know sits best with your stomach and makes you feel uh, the best after the workout and on top of that the other suggestion I'd say is just figure out what calorie allowance you have in the rest of your day like whether it's 400 calories or 800 and just you know do what you need to do to get that calorie intake in uh, to hit your goals whether it's to gain muscle or lose fat I love it what's the next question, next question. Ah, next question here is do you have any advice to give to a pint-sized athlete <laughs> I'm a four foot eleven female about to start a new job as a police officer any tips to keep up with the boys Thanks for sharing that one, Tracy. <laughs> that wasn't Tracy. My mom's name is Tracy. She's 5'1", thank you very much, and not a police officer. Uh, Tracy's 5'1"? Uh, maybe 5'1", five, 5'2", five, yeah, Tracy's she's, she's pint-sized. Tracy tried uh, Chipotle for the first yeah, time, my mom loved it. Yeah, I met up with my mom, you know, for the first time in a bit. She's like, hey, have you ever heard of Chipotle? It's the best thing ever, you need to try it. I'm like, I always, you know, Chipotle. have that, and it's amazing. She can't say Chipotle right, I don't know why. Oh, here, I'm gonna give a little, thing so so many of my clients will say oh I'm eating out a lot I mean Chipotle I need to eat healthier foods I need to avoid that like I know that's something bad and um, so here's a good tip you know if you're going to Chipotle or something and it's considered it has a stamp of approval for being a healthier eating out but you're not sure how to track and log it uh, what I really recommend and I think where a lot of people go wrong just a little side note is they just type in Chipotle bowl and that is not at all custom to you right so that is not going to be representative of what you get Chipotle bowl you know one person mm -hmm. could get a ton of cheese a ton of meat all this stuff whereas someone else could just get rice and vegetables and nothing else because yeah. they're freak of nature and <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't be the same so what you want to do is if you're going there eating out or doing something like that go on the website and build it so even on Chipotle um 
on their nutrient calculator online. You can build it ingredient by ingredient, then you can custom log it in my fitness pal and you know log it as Josh's bowl, uh, Josh's Chipotle bowl, and then that's what I do, and that's how it's gonna be the most accurate. Obviously, there will be some difference between you know whether it's a big scoop of this or a moderate scoop of this, but you can also monitor these factors. Like for me, when I go out, I say, oh, just one scoop of rice, please. Mm -hmm. And you know, you can kind of gauge it in your own control or two handfuls of um, vegetables or something like that, and you can kind of work it off the website and be as close as you can. You know, at the end of the day, we're doing our best. That's a little side rant. Back to the officer. And then so tell them to get triple protein, but don't charge you for it. That's yeah, expensive there. Yeah, seriously. So back to the officer, four foot 11. Four um, foot 11. Just any advice? Any so advice. this is a great question. I was thinking about this. Yeah, we don't, we don't think of these questions beforehand. Like we literally take them right out of the mailbox right now, pull them out. So we got to do it on the spot. So we're going to do the best we I can. I did see this one on Instagram and I was thinking about it. So I cheated. Okay. All right. But yesterday I was thinking, you know, and I'm a bigger person and I definitely, uh, I get tired quicker. Like, you know, I'm really good with bursts. And this made me think, like, uh, I really like watching um, fighting, like MMA. I find it a lot of fun. It's something I enjoy watching. And it's so cool seeing the difference between the heavyweight athletes to the flyweight athletes. Mm -hmm. So the flyweight athletes are the dudes that are 140 pounds and they're just banging for like yeah. 25 minutes straight. Like, they just, the amount of energy is insane, right? Whereas they're not hitting as hard. So you see less knockouts but they're able to just keep going and keep going and they're gifted with that endurance but perhaps less power and then you flip the coin and you look at the heavier individuals and they're gifted with so much power uh, but no cardio they tire out in about three minutes and it just becomes a hug fest it's pretty funny um, so even you know at the end of the day I was thinking if you're a lighter person, you know, you can really dial into that endurance aspect, right? So if you're, you know, you could really push more volume, you could probably withstand more volume and you may not be perhaps lifting 400 pounds, not to say you can't, but you should take advantage of that gift you have. If you're that light and small, you know, you're just like, you're going to be mm -hmm. agile, right? You're going to be able to go, go, go. So you could push more volume in your workout. You know, you could do, uh, you could really focus around that, especially as a police officer, you know, if you can just be that person that never stops and you're just able to work so hard because you have that much energy, I think that's something you can build upon, you know, and even as a cop doing a lot of plyo, still doing a lot of strength training um, and you'll be able to handle all that volume super, super well whereas someone like me you know I do tire out throughout the day and you know I find I just can't constantly keep moving because even even though I'm not the world's biggest person I was even thinking like compared to me and Kyle like he's a little bit lighter not as tall and you know he might even have some more energy to keep going in the day like usually by night I'm like oh I gotta sit down a bit I'm dying here yeah then I think you should just double down on yeah. that and really you know enjoy that factor and one other thing that I would personally do and recommend if it was if I was in your shoes is just say yes to every single challenge if the guys are in the gym hitting some heavy deadlifts or some tire flips or some chin-ups just say yes 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 and they're just gonna be looking at you like wow I can definitely depend on this person and this person can keep up and put up and I I think that's one way to you know keep up with the boys every single time uh, and then we just had one other question what is one life lesson you have learned from fitness wow that's a good one I definitely say that consistency pays off I think that's something that I've learned from anything and you know um, when I look at a lot of people in their fitness journey I see a lot of people are like one week off one week on and they're just never seeing results or they're like one year on one year off and we get people messaging us like every single day just about like their actual personal story and I'd say 99% of people just go in like cycles of like being inconsistent um, but for us you know we've stayed the course within like so many different years 
uh, you know, it's been like seven or eight years that we've been working out and we've just stayed so freaking consistent. And that's kind of the way we look at business and our podcast and our YouTube channels. And obviously there's going to be a couple ups, ups and downs, but we've just been crazy consistent. So we've tried to relate the fitness journey over to our life and our business and everything else. And it really does go hand in hand. The one thing I've learned is that I'm absolutely jacked. <laughs> Yeah? Yeah. Feel deezed every morning I wake up. No, but seriously, uh, the one thing I think I've learned is that your knowledge is never enough. I think so many people think they can, you know, read one book or watch a few videos one day and they're good to go and they can work out the rest of their life. But, you know, every day I try to learn a bit more, be a little bit better with my knowledge and constantly improve upon that, you know, and sharpen my sword so I can actually go in and do work as efficiently and intelligently as possible to progress me to my goals. And I think everyone listening to this podcast is doing just that. They're constantly, Investing. twice a week, from the Fit Healthy and Happy Podcast, learning more, sharpening their tool. Well, I guess you are, you're, you're there, yeah. right? And I, I think that's amazing. And that's exactly how I know you can really progress forward. I think people that are segmented are people that get stuck in one mindset and won't challenge what they know about fitness or how they, you know, like kind of view and actually apply themselves to fitness. So that's something I think is the one thing I, I've learned and I continually learn all the time. I love that. There's so many life lessons to learn from just putting in work, you know, whether it's one hour or 30 minutes or whatever it is in the gym that you can apply to your daily life. All right, and then lastly, I want to talk to you about the summer special uh, because obviously summer is ending and I want to see as many people take advantage of this as possible. And everyone who has, it's been absolutely amazing. You know, we, we did reopen this back up and it's been amazing to help so many people and myself and Kyle worked really really hard to optimize everything so that we can take on more people and here's the thing we're not taking on people and just shooting templates never talking to you personally you will personally get videos from myself and Kyle you know our numbers are open for your contact and once again if you want to take the guesswork out of fitness let us help you you know help yourself by letting us help you you know and here's the beauty of the summer special you can try it for only one month there's no commitment um, at the end of the month we promise you you will get your um, money's worth more than your money's worth yeah. and it will really set you up for your future um, just incredibly like once again I really recommend doing this investment for one month it's an amazing deal and if you want to learn more about that head over to our website at colossusfitness.com c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s fitness.com. It'll also be in the show notes if you're able to get the info from there. Uh, so definitely, definitely head over there. Um, we got a handy new little chat bot that will help you get set up or you can kind of just browse around the website. And once again, like, you know, take the guesswork out, have someone guide you and give you the, the guidance and the tools you need to actually follow that guidance. You know, we're going to give you the roadmap. We're going to say, hey, here's how you get to your best physique. Take advantage. Head over to the website, ClawsFitness.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. Invest in yourself.